0: Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, the old Westinghouse Research and Technology Park in Churchill has been mostly closed for years. And up until a few days ago, Amazon wanted to bulldoze it for a new distribution facility. Residents hated the idea, and it seems like they won. I mean, Amazon says they're done. But if that's true, why are developers still expected in court this week to talk about it? Senior producer Megan Harris is with Kathy Bordner. She's been a vocal member of the grassroots group Churchill Future. And let's just say Kathy is still skeptical. It's Tuesday, March 29th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh.
1: husband and I moved here to be close to our daughter and son-in-law. They were starting their family. So when we lived in Missouri, we were very involved in historic preservation and uh, worked with a group there to to help preserve old buildings. Uh, When we moved here to Churchill, we end up in this wonderful neighborhood that has a lot of mid-century modern homes. But So we move here in 2019, and in 2020, we start hearing about uh, this issue with Amazon maybe wanting to put a a warehouse on the uh, Westinghouse site.
2: Yeah, just an enormous distribution
1: facility. Right, almost 3 million square feet, just one of the biggest ones in the country. And we start watching and participating in the Zoom council, borough council meetings. We we talk to people when they, they're walking by our home and we see other people who are speaking up and concerned about what is, you know, the pro- possibility of this happening.
2: OK, so a pretty typical start. What comes next?
1: I mean, what really got the ball rolling is that uh, Murray Bilby who is a businessman, Uh, he lives on Churchill Road, he gets wind of how big this is. And he goes down to the borough building and talks to the borough manager and, you know, sees uh, the maps and everything and realizes how detrimental it's going to be. And he gets a group of people together. They put together a letter. They sent that letter out to everyone in the borough or at least everyone in one of the zip codes. And so that, the combination of Murray's letter and what was happening at the borough council meetings and on Nextdoor really got things moving along. And Murray uh, had a meeting at one point to help us strategize. And it's just taken off from there.
2: Yeah. How about how many folks are in Churchill Future or involved in it, even peripherally?
1: We don't have bylaws. We don't have membership, none of that. I. But I would say there's Between 150 to maybe 200 people who are paying attention to us, uh, you know, that we send out emails and things like that. So
2: Yeah, well, and so you were successful. Amazon says it's not coming to Churchill anymore, that Churchill Future won. How are you feeling right now in the days since you heard that news?
1: In the days since we heard that news, we heard other news, so uh, I'm not feeling quite as good as I was. At you don't first. trust it? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't.
2: Really? Uh, what really? have you heard?
1: I, you know, I don't want to disclose anything, but but I, I I've heard that there's probably going to be attempts to get them interested again. And this is not my first rodeo. I've been involved in fighting for things that are really difficult, fighting against powerful people in a community. And I can pick up on things. And I'm just getting a sense. Um, you know, Rich Fitzgerald issued a statement. Uh, the county
2: executive. Him, yeah. Yeah.
1: Referring to us as unelected residents. You know, in other words, we're not worthy of being heard. And I, I just get the sense that I'm worried that there are other discussions going on behind closed doors. So I was thrilled about the news and I, I hope that Amazon stays disinterested and that the council considers this to be a gift.
2: Well, and I want to talk a little bit about the actual property, too. I knew that the Westinghouse property existed, but I had never really seen it on a map until a lot of this got started. Um, as you've written, it's roughly 9% of Churchill Borough, um, the site of George Westinghouse's Research and Technology Park built in the 50s. I'm just blown away by the photos of it and its mm-hmm. heyday. It's, it's really beautiful. Um, greenways and lakes and a memorial garden and tons of trails. Have you been able to check it out?
1: Absolutely not. They, don't, <laughs> they, they, don't, they do not allow anybody on the site. They have cameras. There's movie crews that do filming there. I, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking about, you know, applying to be an extra on a movie. Just I like that. <laughs> but, you know, and, and that brings up a good point that We have not been able to sit down with the owners. And the owners, that's uh, NAI Pittsburgh? Yeah, and, and I would really welcome the opportunity to sit down with them because the thing about it is that this site is eligible for the National Register of Historic Places. Some of the buildings won very prestigious awards when they were built. And the narrative that Hillwood put out is that there's no way that any any structure on that site can be used. Everything has to be torn down. Uh, it's just toxic, you know, all this horrible stuff.
2: Well, as you've been researching it, and as you say, you've got this wonderful background in preservationism, what have you learned about the history of the property that kind of informs your opinion about its future, about what it could be?
1: It, it was developed to be a uh office campus and you know it started with you know one building and then they added others on and Westinghouse being cutting edge the way they were, they honored the topography they didn't just go in and cut down all the trees, although I'm sure at the time they did cut down a lot of trees but mm-hmm. they worked their buildings into the landscape and they uh incorporated uh the landscape and they had the the walking paths and things to make it a a, a good experience for the employees you know and, and i i haven't done a lot of research into their vision although at, back in the 50s i don't think they had you know vision well i mean they had them but they called it something else you <laughs> well it know? was an office park so the vision right, first right. and foremost was get your work done <laughs> and, and, and that is something that companies are going to need now um uh, There are companies that are trying to get their employees to come back, come back to the office. And this would make a great setting for uh, businesses that wanted to do that. They could rehab, if the buildings are salvageable uh, and they could be rehabbed and reused, it would make a great setting for uh, companies that maybe they only want employees in the office once a week, or maybe they want them there, you know, five days a week, but There could be a lot of flexibility. I mean, apparently people live there and work there. And this could be a a great place that would reinvigorate people going back to the office for the companies that chose to do that. And to just wipe this off the face of the earth for for an Amazon distribution center is such a horrible waste of resources.
2: Because well, the Amazon project had planned to just demolish the buildings, cut down all of the trees, um, and build a distribution facility that would you know meet their needs. It would require right. a lot of trucking, a lot of people coming in and out to work, you know, long hours in those in those uh, big factories.
1: Right, and they were going to cut the top off of that hill. They were going to flatten it.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They were going to completely cut the top off. And then they were going to take all the soil and dirt that they displaced. And they were going to use it to rebuild the boundary of the place. And they were going to surround that with a girdle of uh, retaining walls. And some places the retaining walls were going to be 75 feet high. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes, and people don't realize what they were what they were planning to do. Uh, so that that's a huge problem. Removing all the trees; those trees are providing stormwater, uh, retaining stormwater for us. They help with air quality. All of that was going to be gone, and so they they can build a distribution center somewhere else. You cannot recreate the former George Westinghouse R&D site anywhere else. This is it.
2: Yeah. You know, I, just in glancing again at those photos, it kind of reminds me of like almost a prototype of what you would see now for like a Google or a Facebook, like mm-hmm. the big Silicon Valley, like complexes where, you know, it's it's a live and work kind of split situation.
1: Right. And, and, and the type of architecture, it's modernist. And the demographic that tends to work for some of these companies is very interested in that type of architecture. They would be drawn to it.
2: Yeah, so as part of this process to stop Amazon, you filed what's called a land use appeal. Can you walk us through the process for that, like what it means and why it's still necessary, especially this week?
1: Uh, when When there's an action by a governing body, especially in zoning, they approve something or maybe they deny something, either party that's involved can file an appeal. If the borough had denied the application, Hillwood could have appealed that decision, but they approved the application and we appealed that decision and it goes to the Allegheny County Common Pleas Court and the judge is going to hear those petitions on Thursday.
2: Well, so if everything does go, you know, come up roses for you on Thursday, what does that mean? Um, what is the best case scenario after, after this Thursday date?
1: For me, the best case scenario would be where the uh, Judge James recognizes the interveners and approves their petitions to intervene, and those are uh, your neighbors who filed individually. Right. And they participated in the public hearings as what's called pro se objectors or independent objectors. Mm-hmm. And they were granted standing. And these 11 or so decided to pursue asking to intervene in the appeal. So the be- for me, the best case would be where he uh, approves that. And he hears the other motions that have been filed and he approves the ones that were filed by our attorney and he denies the ones filed by uh, Hillwood's attorney.
2: And Hillwood is the developer. They work for the owners NII Pittsburgh. <laughs> There's always so many people to keep up with in development conversations.
1: right And, and I I hope somebody brings up that uh, by the way, you know uh, Amazon's pulled out, judge you wanna you want to weigh in on that. Um, I think that would be interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean, what would you, if, if the judge were to comment on that in any way, what would what would what would you expect to hear,
1: or what would you want to hear? I would want him to say, "Why are we here then?" Because um, Amazon's not even in the picture anymore. I mean, I I, I just think the judge just needs to say, "Hey, uh, Hillwood, you need to get a life, and this <laughs> is no longer valid, and, and you're done."
2: But the fact that the developer is still pushing for this hearing, that's what makes you skeptical?
1: Yeah, I've I've heard rumblings that Hillwood, you know, would like to get Amazon back interested, which, yeah, I mean, they were going to make so much money off of this that sure, yeah, I I get that. But it's like Amazon says they're not interested and, and we should take that at face value and we should all move on.
2: When Amazon said, you know, in the intervening days that, you know, Churchill Future and, you know, efforts by residents had nothing to do with why they pulled
1: out. What do you make of that? I don't think that Amazon is really known for their honesty. Whether they factored in what we were doing or not, we were hurting their brand. We were calling attention to what they were doing to this borough with their desire to destroy that site just so they can get stuff to people quicker. You know, we were talking about their uh, employment practices. We were pointing out uh, all the detrimental impacts this was going to cause, you know, air, stormwater. And I think it was making them look bad. And they have to care about that. Now, Hillwood doesn't. You know, Hillwood's a developer who builds buildings, and they don't care what people think about them. But Amazon has to care about that. And uh, if they didn't, factor in what we were doing, then they're they're pretty damn stupid.
2: (laughs) So beyond Thursday, Kathy, what would you say your next step is, um, you know, for yourself or for Churchill Future?
1: If the judge, you know, if at some point this conditional use application is determined to be invalid and this proposal is not going to go through, then I think that uh, people in Churchill... People who were part of Churchill Future and people who were not should try to work with the borough and with the property owner to get the right type of development on that site. I'm willing to help with that. One of my neighbors down the street early on said at a meeting that he would be happy to to work to get a, a right development. You know, now that we have a connection with Pittsburgh Preservation, we, we could get them to help look at those buildings and assess whether or not they can be rehabbed and reused. And if not, then that's off the table. You know, if, if people who have expertise in that area say that would not be doable, then that's off the table. And there's other possibilities for reusing the site without destroying it.
2: You know, I got to say, Kathy, you moved to Pittsburgh in 2019, and you really came in with a bang.
1: You know, what's really neat is that my neighborhood, and I think there's others around here, have regular get-togethers. And we moved in uh, in August, and the day after we moved here, they had a little... potluck dinner and you know we got to do a couple of those before the pandemic so we got to know people on our street and because of this we got to know all these people on in the surrounding neighborhoods so it's it's been really a wonderful uh and we've talked to groups who are fighting Amazon and other places. Uh, there was a gr- there's a group in Hudson, New Hampshire, and uh, a group in New York, and they all said the same thing. They they got to meet their neighbors and get to know their neighbors, and uh, so it's been a very positive thing from that respect.
2: Amazon's bringing people together. Yeah,
1: yeah. Who knew? <laughs>
2: Uh, Well, Kathy, thank you so much for sharing um, your work and your perspective with CityCast Pittsburgh. We really appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me. All right. Some more news before
0: you go. The Pittsburgh Marathon is coming back this year for those of you who like to torture yourselves. It'll be the first live in-person race since 2019. And for the first time, runners can qualify to run the half marathon. It's about 13.1 miles and what they're calling the back half marathon, which starts, as you may have guessed it, halfway into the course. To qualify, you've got to raise at least $1,500 for charity. So you better get training if you want to see what the East End neighborhoods have to offer. And Detroit, are you a broken record? Because the Penguins shattered you! Okay, <laughs> okay, it's not a great joke, but seriously, the Pens broke a whole bunch of records in their game against the Red Wings, winning at home 11-2. They're the first team in nearly 20 years to score 11 goals. Evgeny Malkin got his 13th hat trick. Uh, Chris Letang is now fifth on the franchise's career scoring list. And Sidney Crosby continues to be the next best French-Canadian, love you Mario, that the Berg has ever seen. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. Do you like us like our moms like us? Then tell your friends, rate the show, leave us a review only your grandmother would leave, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you then, friends. I tried to train one year for the marathon and... (laughs) I think I got like six days in and I was like, that's enough of that. That was cute, but you know.